if I talk, will you listen to me? I mean, really listen to me? That was the first and last time I saw Fionn. Wee hours of the morning. The weather climate decided there was enough precipitation to rain inside the dome. She stood outside the bakery, soaked and open. It was late, but Rich doesn't sleep much. Hell, barely sleeps at all. And did his usual cursing, pacing, push-ups, handstands. Once an agent, always an agent. The training never goes away, even if you haven't been in uniform for years. After he sweats enough, cries enough, he cleans up and decides to start his day early, prep the ovens, check any dough that was proofing, clean the ovens, and wait. There's always a delivery of flour, sugar, and salt at the door. Always for the day. Always the real stuff. Always with encrypted instructions on what he should make and who might ask for something off the special menu. Rich never locks doors. The bakery is an old building with strong bones. Brick is still strong and intact, and inside was a retired but well-oiled war machine. The market knew who Rich was. Body count on his hands, but the market keeps its secrets. He scratched many backs and fed many mouths. He's richer now, not rich stipends from the pen agency, see? Hey, Rich, she gonna come back, you know, I say smoking a cigarette. Do you know how hard it is to smoke a cigarette when you're a dog? Fuck her if she does. You don't mean that, Richie. You're just mad. About what? She left me? That she divorced me? Nah. I say, taking an inhale. You're just mad because you realize deep down that you never loved her. You just wanted her to fix the parts of you that you were just too lazy to fix yourself. Now you're pissed that she forced you to do your own homework. He's always pissed mad when I say that, but he never argues because he knows I'm right. He knows Fionn was right for giving him the boot. He would never admit it, though. His pride is what is keeping him together, but at the same time, it's breaking him down. The man had a lot of dreams and circumstances robbed of him. Men think they can step up to the table, thinking they can win all the chips by sheer force of will. <laughs> I was one of those men once, before the war, before the dome. Now I'm a flying, talking dog that licks his nuts and eats shit out of a dirty-ass bowl. Life's not cruel. It's fair. She opens the front door but stays outside the bakery. He stands behind the counter. The ocean of old broken vinyl is between them. He's scowling at her, see? She's in uniform, very same one Rich used to wear when he was busting heads and catching bad guys for sport. She got back in the gig. He did not, and he hates her for it.
Fionn talks, but he glazes over. The pain is too great, you see. She tries to explain his behavior to him, ask him why he treated her so cold. She didn't deserve any of it, but Rich, he's blank, long gone. He chose her. He chose that life with her, and she rejected all of it. When he went to tribunal about the nursery explosion and those dead test tube kids, she didn't reject him then, but she sheltered his shit. And that was her fault. And it cost her. I remember some of the pieces of his conversation with the woman he shacks up with from time to time. Fionn told him that Emery, his former partner, was bad news. Not to take the assignment to investigate the arson that popped up around town. A setup. Pissed too many people off, Rich. Emery scares her. His wife always has bruises at agency functions. Don't do it, Rich. Of course. She was right. He didn't want to admit that, too. You can cage a pretty bird, but you can't stop it from singing, you know. Now, Emery's dead. Hatchery 234-HP is burned down to the ground, and Crescent City's human population is done for decades. The name Stibens, once golden, is now worth less than a pot to piss in. Rich spends his days now feeding the lowers like himself, thinking that if he does what his old man says, if he feeds enough people, then he will be redeemed somehow. Richie asks when his little girl, Tiana, is coming. Visitation writes, Fionn poured out her heart for nothing. She confirms Saturday, turns and leaves, left the door wide open. Never said men were smart. We try, though. As a dog, you get to watch the private moments of people because they don't think of you as an equal. Your four legs and public bowel movements somehow negate your intelligence and penchant for observation. Doesn't matter if you have wings and you can talk, still a dog. But I let folks think that. I just watch. I have to. Rich has the emotional intelligence equal to a load of sharp rocks, but when you look past his selfishness, you see he tries to do the right thing. He fails, but he tries. But you don't get brownie points for trying. Life is fair, remember? Wait a sec. You don't know who I am. That's rude of a noble hound such as myself not to introduce myself. Name's Barker. I know, right? Been with Rich for a while. You can say I was sort of an accident byproduct of Rich's other job. The one where he does what he does best. Keeping the city safe. I keep the old-timer company. Fly around, poop on folks who get on my nerves and smoke a stogie every now and then. Folks think I'm vat-born like those fake animals, but nah, I'm the real deal. Just don't know what I'm here for. Rich tells me I act weird, but a talking flying dog is a showcase in itself, so I ignore it. Look, 
I'm telling you all of this because, well, if you're wrong, be humble. There's strength in being humble. An ego does nothing but leave you flapping in the wind. Something told me to tell you that. So there.